Good evening. This is your host, Eric Buckner, and a welcome again to another episode of my podcast, Get Off My Lawn. This is episode four, and in this episode, we're going to once again discuss some of the variables involved in this corona crisis and start to actually talk about the future and what it might entail in terms of how we go beyond what's going on right now. But first, let's talk about the present. As of this broadcast, there's over 650,000 confirmed cases of the coronavirus all over the world and over 100,000 as of this evening here in the United States. One of the largest hit areas right now is my city of Detroit. And it's obviously a concern to me because, of course, I live here. But I feel that what's being done to combat this as far as some of us is where the issue lies. Now, let me first say that I'm very proud of the majority of the people here in Detroit, as I usually am. I am indeed proud to be a Detroiter. We don't always step up to the plate like we need to, but I feel like for the most part in this case, we have. The majority of us, we have listened to the governor's orders to stay at home and stop the spread of the virus. But in the end, there are a significant part of our population that are not heeding the warnings. They're doing things such as congregating in the parks and going out unnecessarily when they don't need to. There's still a lot of traffic out here on the streets. And I refuse to believe that in this city of a population of 700,000, I would say at least 50 to 100,000 of you deem you essential employees enough to where you can just be out willy nilly on a regular basis. I personally saw at least 60 to 100 cars today just coming outside to get some air here and there. And I know all those people were not coming from work. They're all not checking in on their uh, loved ones. They weren't going to get groceries or any of the other exceptions that has been passed within that law. They were just out and about as they usually be on Friday doing what they normally do. They refuse to listen to reason. Again, I ask, what the f is wrong with you guys? What is not sinking in your head? We right now rank as one of the top 10 states in America with coronavirus cases. Keeping in mind that testing is still an issue. I know several people right now waiting on results of tests that they've taken two, three, five, seven days ago. So for all they know, they may have it, they may not. Like I said, there's over 100,000 confirmed cases right now in America. But my guess is it's at least 300,000 people with the virus at this point. I think as many as half a million or even a million people in this country will end up being diagnosed with the virus before it's all said and done. And of that, I can easily see 100,000 plus being in this area alone. Primarily because the general spread of it has already happened. And more importantly, it will continue to happen as more people continue to congregate. As I sit here now, and it's 10 Eastern Standard Time here, give or take a few minutes. I know there's people out right now in large groups in different parts of the city congregating under darkness because they know of the law but refuse to heed it they're having parties they're having get-togethers they're doing their thing like they would do any friday because they feel like this does not apply to them this is not something that affects them directly 
They don't have a loved one that may have it. They don't have people that, or they just don't care about the people that they do know that have it. Right now, as we sit here, we've learned today that the police chief has the coronavirus. There's a couple people in city government that has it. There's pastors that have it. Hell, even the prime minister of England has it at this moment. He's the leader of that country. Imagine what would happen if our leader would have. I don't wish it on anybody. I'm not wishing it on him. Let me make that point extremely and abundantly clear. I don't want anybody to get this if they don't have to. But the point is, there are people taking unnecessary risks, not understanding the true seriousness of the situation. And they really need to get in their thick ass heads that this is for real. This time last week, we only had a few hundred cases here. There's only 30 or 40 people dead. There's over 100 people dead here now. And just this state alone. When are people going to understand that we have a serious problem and only the solution, a serious solution to the problem is what will help to resolve it? People are not getting that message. And for whatever reason of which I don't know, they refuse to read. Even as I went down my Facebook timeline tonight, members of my family still are planning parties and uh, other things in the near future because they refuse to... uh heed the warnings they don't seem to care that it's affecting people i don't know what else to tell them that is real and i really wish you would listen to reason and stop being so damn stubborn just idiotic there's so many messages and there's so much information out here now about it to where you should understand this is why it affects people the way it does all you have to do is invest in that information and learn for yourself. But again, I also feel that's part of the problem. We as a society in general have more access to more information than we ever had before through the use of electronic media and what have you. But for whatever reason, we choose not to use it. We choose not to learn what we need to know. We ignore the news. I don't know how many people I've heard from in the last 30 days that basically would not know anything if it was not for the people around them or what they see. They get their information from those sources instead of trying to get it from the news outlets. Now, am I saying the news outlets are completely 100% accurate everything? Of course not. No news outlet is. Keep in mind, I had a minor in journalism in school, so I do understand how the press works and sensationalism, what have you. So when the leader talks about fake news, to some degree, he is correct. But for the most part, the news is being reported accurately. He just does not like how it's being portrayed and how he's being portrayed in this whole scenario. Is he doing his best to help the nation? To some degree, I believe he is. But in some degree, I also believe that the words and inflammatory language that he uses, particularly against our governor, I really didn't like that. That was asinine what he did. Point blank and flat out. Look at his Twitter page if you want to know some of the stuff he said in the last two days in regards to her in particular. It's ridiculous. But nonetheless, the problem is that this thing, as many leaders from many different states, not just my own, have pointed out, this needs to be a national coalition of help and cooperation. 
Right now we have mayors and governors working with each other, but they're also bidding against each other in terms of some of the supplies and what have you, because that's how this idiotic leadership has set this up. This is not a wise thing to do. He, he just does not seem to get it. This still was the same person, mind you, that was calling it all a hoax less than 30 days ago. So I take everything he's saying right now with a grain of salt. I'm not blaming him for the virus. That would be foolish. But some of his response could have definitely happened a lot quicker than it did. We would have a lot less people in dire straits at this point. I feel like if he responded to what some of the experts were telling him months ago instead of just taking it as it is what it is. Anyway, he still seems to want to attempt to have some semblance of normalcy by Easter, which is basically a couple weeks from now. I can't see that happening. If everybody by some miracle was healed tonight, I still cannot see a world where we start back up for business in totality or even partially two weeks from now, knowing what we know and not knowing what we don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. It's not a wise decision. He needs to listen to the people that really know what's going on, the Dr. Fauci's and Dr. Gupta's of the world that have a better understanding of what this thing is about than he does. Just because you're the leader doesn't mean you know everything. You don't. And the more you realize that, the quicker we can get to a positive resolution to this whole thing in due time. Not in quick time, but in due time. Stop worrying so much about the economy and the money and worry about the people of the United States, not their pocketbooks. That's the real issue with that. Now, again, you have to understand, yes, the uh, stimulus package was passed today, the $2.2 trillion, that could possibly be $6.2 trillion to help out. Most of that is going to business. Do know that and understand that. Understand that's what makes our economy go the businesses and them keeping the doors open so that people can have jobs and what have you. But nonetheless, I'm sure that there are all type of loopholes that's being looked into right now by several of these companies so that they can maximize the most profit they can get out of this situation without having to compensate their workers if they can. That's just how some businesses are set up. They want to make as most money they can, particularly on the higher end, the CEO, the one percenters, and keep the basic employees at a wage to where they're not totally defiant and wanting to leave, but not getting ahead of the game either. He, the leader constantly talks about how well the economy is doing, but keep in mind, the majority of us Americans are still living from check to check and cannot afford an emergency of $400 or more to happen because we don't have the funds to take care of that. And if we didn't have that when all this started, we sure as don't have it now. We just don't. It's not available, okay? Now, my concern is that the small businesses, the, the people that should get the most money out of this outside of us, the people, they're still going to get played in this and that when they do start back up, it's going to be a slow start. Please understand, even if we get started back on Easter, churches aren't going to be full like this fool was saying earlier in the week. That'd be idiotic. How on earth have you 
sat here and watched these things on the news and then two weeks later just be like, oh, well, let's do this. No, 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 no. The world going to be a way different place, especially early on after all this. You done seen this happen. You better believe that the sales of masks and uh, gloves and all those other quote-unquote protective items for the general public is going to go up significantly for quite some time. So my personal advice, if you want to stock people, that's what I'll put my money in. Any company that deals with that type of stuff or ventilators or anything that is constantly being mentioned in the news. Those are the people that's going to make a nice profit this year and probably next year without doubt. Now, another thing we have to understand is that when things do get started back up again, whenever that may be, my personal opinion, I say it won't be till sometime at least around May and maybe even June, as some people are predicting. Because at the rate of this rapid growth, I feel like it's going to be at least a good four to six weeks before we get to a measurable decline to where we go back to business as usual. And as I pointed out in the last podcast, it won't completely be business as usual. People will still be contacting the coronavirus. Granted, it'll be less, hopefully because at that point, the weather will be warmer and that'll help to curtail this. But people will still get it just like they get the flu all year long. It only makes sense. And again, without any real uh, solution or vaccine to help combat this fully, when it gets cold again, there's a very good likelihood that community spread will cause it to kick up yet again. Not just here, but all over the world. Even if we do stop it here, whatever solution is come to, whether they come up with the cure, quote unquote, in Germany, here, China, that country would be wise to share that with whoever and wherever so that the pandemic cannot affect the world again because you can't just have a vaccine and use it here but the rest of the world is still affected and we go back to going back and forth across the world don't you see where the problem comes in then we still end up having it here fully it doesn't resolve anything i'm also concerned about my city as i said because we're on the upswing we actually were doing good as a city per se because there's a lot of businesses cropping up a lot of people doing a lot of good in the community and they were able to because their personal economy was doing better. But then there's a lot of people in the city that needed help and this is only going to put them further and further behind. I'm really interested to see how much loan and uh, debt forgiveness takes place in this next 90 and maybe in some cases 180 days. I think it's going to be a legitimate three to six months before I personally can be back to uh, solid ground from where I was. And I will safely say that's going to be the same for other people. Now, granted, this bill that's been passed is supposed to offer us help directly through uh, deposited and uh, checks. We're also supposed to get money through companies in terms of payroll checks. Uh, it's supposed to help us out with additional unemployment benefits. And by the way, I worked on doing my unemployment this week. It is a very tedious process, even by computer phone, what have you. They put you through hell to get unemployment. It should not be that way, especially now. I know they're supposed to be setting up money to have the states provide more uh, 
phone workers or what have you to help process some of these accounts. And I hope that happens sooner than later. You already know, even if I get through tomorrow and can apply, it'll probably be a good 30 days before I get anything worth talking about even then. And hopefully by the end, this will be close to over, so it won't really matter. But right now, I can take all the help I can get. I hate to be like that. I myself like to work and earn, man. But in the same token, at this point, I'm in a situation where I'm forced not to be able to. So what else can I do? Uh, again, let me say some prayers out to my families and friends who have people that have been afflicted by the coronavirus. They are in need of our vibes and our positive energy. As we know, most people will recover from the virus. And I know it's still some idiotic people that's out there saying, okay, well, in the end, if a million people die, it's still 8 billion people in the world. It's still only a small percentage of people. Nobody should die from this if we can avoid it. There should be no, okay, let's look at this as, well, people die from cancer. People die from uh, diabetes and all this other stuff. And it happens all year, every year. And nobody says nothing. Maybe this is what we need to bring light to some of that stuff, perhaps. Or maybe we should just have more sympathy for people dying in general. Remember, I do live in Detroit, one of the uh, murder capitals of America. So on a regular basis, a lot of people take life for granted and don't value their own life. So it should not really surprise me that people still riding around as if things were normal because they don't give up. If they die or not. And that's just sad. It really is. But hopefully there'll be more good news ahead. I'm also sending a shout out to all the healthcare workers, all the food distributors, all the grocery people, all the people doing deliveries. They are doing us all a great service and what they're doing, risking life and limb every day, going out in this and actually doing truly essential work to help us out. But as far as the rest of you idiots that are out here just riding about, living your life, not giving up about nobody else, use a selfish son of a... And smurf you and your mama too. Yeah, I said it. That's how I feel about it. It's just wrong. It's wrong to be that selfish. Nonetheless, that ends this particular episode of Get Off My Lawn. Thank you for all the people that have been listening. I really appreciate the support. And I thank you very much for it. Uh, next time around, hopefully we talk about some more positive things. But of course, there'll be other negative things too. I said this is get off my lawn. And people is really on it right now. And some people in particular. Nonetheless, thanks again. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Later. <laughs>